0: Hey, finance fans, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Community Money Podcast, Community Series, Episode 1 of Season 2. Now, I sat down with Justin, Sean, and Victoria from UPC DMV to discuss networking, collaboration, and providing a place for people to call home. So stay tuned, take notes, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Peace. Hey, what up, y'all? Y'all know who it is. Guru Ham, host of the Community Money Podcast. You can reach me at financial.guru.ham at Gmail and also financial.guru.ham on IG. Today, for Season 2, Episode 1, we have Justin, Sean, and Victoria, founder and creators of UPC DMV. Say what's up to the people, y'all.
1: What up, people? All my DMVers, what's going on? How's
2: everybody? Sean here.
0: Got a little bit of technical difficulties.
3: Okay, hey guys, it's Victoria.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so so just to let you guys know, in the Community Money Podcast world, we have switched over to doing virtual due to the COVID nineteen pandemic. You know, we got to stay in the house, we got to keep it safe, but at the same time, we want to make sure that we are still putting out necessary content that will be able to help you build that business and give you the motivation to basically reach your goals and, and be that person that you see yourself being, right? Be that person that you deserve to be. So. Um, Sean, Justin, Victoria, you know, in uh, e- either way, I want you guys to introduce yourselves. Let's, let us know like where you're from, where you grew up, you know, things like that. Where you graduated from school?
2: No, I'll take okay. the lead. Right, yo, this is Sean here. Um, I'm in a DMV by way of New Jersey. Been up there 20 plus years, went to school in Pennsylvania, went to Marshall College, came down to the DMV three years ago and I've been living life ever since. Um, got in touch with, with uh, UPC, and yeah, you're killing the game right now. Solid, solid. What's up, y'all? This is Justin
1: Saunders. Um, I am from Baltimore County, specifically if you know the area. I'm from a little town called Cockeysville. Um, it's about 20 minutes outside of Baltimore City. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm the uh, originally founded this group back in what, 2017. And like Sean said, here we are today. We're on a
0: clocking. Mm. Absolutely.
1: Hi,
3: what to do, baby? It's Victoria. <laughs> um, I am originally from Columbus, Ohio, um, specifically a suburb called Gahanna. If you ever, fl- if you've ever flown to Columbus, Ohio, Gahanna is the city, basically, that that um, airport is in. Oh. I graduated from Ohio State University which everyone knows, Buckeyes in Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And I moved to the DMV area around three years ago.
0: Okay, okay. Now, Victoria, now, Victoria, before, uh, before I let you go, can you tell people how to find you, um, how to find you and how to be able to participate in your events? Where can the people find you after they listen to this episode?
3: If anyone wants to find us, um, you can find us on Instagram, UPC underscore DMV. Um, on Facebook, you can find us at Facebook.com slash one UPC DMV or on meetup.com slash UPC underscore DMV. So anything UPC underscore DMV, that's us.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what's up. So Sean, um, I got a question for you, brother. Uh, aspirations growing up. Um, you know, this is one of the this is one of the staple questions I always ask because the Community Money Podcast uh, hopes to show people that, you know, everybody that's doing business, everybody who has aspirations to be big, to create something bigger than themselves, always had kind of like a guide or a blueprint for what they wanted to do before they started doing what they're doing. So, Sean, what did you want to do? What did little Sean want to do when he was growing up, you know, in the mean streets of New Jersey?
2: Well, I'm going to be hopefully be aspirations the people that couldn't make up their minds. I was, <laughs> okay. I was interested in a whole bunch of different things. I remember kindergarten, dinosaurs, space, all that, even all the way up to high school where I ultimately think I finessed college, honestly. I didn't declare a major to second semester, junior year. And that was in philosophy with a minor in Italian. I can tell you right now, I haven't used any of that. <laughs> but uh, philosophy though, I mean, that's always thinking. So I've always been using that, just not in the general sense of the major. But currently now I work in logistics and my mental framework is just to be sustainable. Don't have to rely on parents. Don't have to rely on friends. Just be able to put myself in a good situation where I'm comfortable and I can ultimately do whatever I want when I want it. And maybe be a, be a high school coach once back in, um, in the future because I played sports, football, and track in high school. So Absolutely. yeah, just, just be, be able to support yourself. That's what I'm looking for right now. Any means possible at Michael Max Head.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And Justin, what about you? What did little Justin Saunders want to be when he grew up? Ain't man, that-
1: honestly, <laughs> probably something like Sean, just, it, you know, every everything switches all over the place. But one common theme for me was creativity, man. Like, I was always drawing, painting, just making stuff out of cardboard. Like, I, I had to use my mind to create something. And then when I got older and started, like, hanging out with friends and, like, even still, it was I was always trying to create something for other people. So like,
0: mm. like,
1: I was the kid who you went over his house and he, you know, we had a big hill outside my house and I would always build the biggest um, sled ramps, you know what I mean, like in the snow. So, uh, you know, and I would spend countless hours like just building the ramp. And so the ratio of like work to play was like <laughs> 90 to 10. But that 10 mm. was so, so sweet because I got to see other people like reap the, uh, the fruits of my labor. And I just love that, man. So um, I really wanted to be like an inventor. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know what that meant, but I, I took the closest route, I guess. I became an engineer mm. uh, and then my career kind of shifted since then. So I'm like more in like data analytics, um, you know, management at, at this point, managing a team of data analysts. But I'm still creating, I'm still building things that other people can capitalize on in my day job. So I'm pretty happy, man.
0: All right, solid. And Miss and Ms. Victoria, Miss Richards, you know, what about you? What did Lil Vicky want to do, you know, out, out in Ohio? What, what were your dreams? What, what was the things that you wanted to accomplish for yourself? What did you see yourself being when you grew up? Um,
3: well, initially I wanted to be Beyonce. I, I knew that wasn't going to happen, and my mom was not like that. She was very strict about school. So um, I've always wanted to, like, it sounds cliche, but I've always wanted to help people. Um, so when I realized I couldn't be Beyonce, um, I wanted to be a doctor. And then I figured out, um, you know, you had to do a lot of, go to school for like 10 years for that. And I was like, ah, never mind. So um, I was introduced to the world of engineering. So... Um, yeah. Uh, and then, and that was in junior high schools around that time. So I, I just, you know, once I got to Ohio
0: state, um, I knew it, automatically I wanted to be an engineer. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So right now, you know, Sean, data data analyst logistics supervisor, um, and then Justin engineer, data analytics manager, and then Victoria, like you currently work as a corrosion engineer for the DOD. Yeah. Yes, yes, I do. That's right. That's right. Cool. That's definitely, definitely impressive. Definitely impressive, man. Um, you know, so I want to cut to a little break uh, just to have you guys introduce yourselves first. And I want to cut to a little break to make sure that, um, you know, this thing doesn't get caught off in the middle. <laughs> so for the CMP podcast, my name is Guru Ham and we'll be right back after these uh, short messages. And we are back with the Community Money Podcast. Me, Guru Ham. I have the honor of sitting with Sean, Justin, and Victoria from UPC DMV. Now, Justin, you said back in 2017, uh, this was, uh, you know, your co brainchild, child, right? Um, right. So what is UPC uh, and how did it come about, man? What's the origin story on this?
1: For sure. So there's definitely an origin story on it. Um, and it actually starts before 2017, but I'm a... I'm going to break it down like this. I'm going to start by saying UPC stands for Urban Professionals Community, mm, okay. hence the urban, hence, you know, a certain community, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and and our, our vision that we are, um, you know, pushing into the community is to be the largest and most effective platform in the DMV for young Black professionals to learn mm-hmm. about finance, purchasing homes, starting businesses and building inheritance for the next generation. So that's that's what we're about. Mm, uh, I'm down we do for that. that. What's up? What's
0: up? That's what I'm down for that for sure.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. And and we, we do that by connecting with people like yourself, others that are in the community that uh, know a little something more than than most of the rest of us and, and can share some of that knowledge. Mm. Uh, and we believe that by by doing those principles, by using like the mastermind principle, that we can, um, you know, infiltrate, you know, people's learning, um, mm. but you know, we also do that socially through just, you know, hanging out and just making connections and good old fashioned uh, networking, right? So, but let me let me take it back to like where we started, right? So, um, back in 2013, I was working at uh, a job called Pratt and Whitney up in Connecticut, and I moved, I was moved down <laughs> to Georgia, right? So they, they said, Justin, uh, you need to move down to Georgia um, because we have this opening and somebody needs to fill it. So when I got down there, I got literally depressed mm. because I did not, this was not Atlanta, Georgia. This was Columbus, Georgia.
3: <laughs> <So I moved laughs>
1: okay, not the fun country. part. Yeah, so, so like there were not a lot of people there that were like, like-minded like me who, you know, who looked like me, you know what I mean? There were there were definitely some, but there was no conglomerate of it. So that's that's where it was originally called Urban Professionals in Columbus. And we started that way. Mm. Um, and the short story is, you know, um, I, I moved up here uh, two years later because I couldn't stand it anymore. Um, and, you know, we had done some great things down there. So I kind of tried to throw the same model up here. And, and it really took root up here because, you know, in the DMV, you've got a lot of transplants, right? You got a lot of people who are just looking to, to make friends. So, you know, that's kind of how we started and what, how we've been moving for the past two or three years. We've been throwing these social events and happy hours and um, just building out the community and people are loving it. We're bringing something good. So this year is where we're kind of taking things on a more professional route.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, man. And, and number one, I'm also humbled because you know me and Brittany from the One Million Families Initiative, we had the opportunity to speak to forty six of your group members and talk to them about financial wellness and you know generation to generational wealth, um, and then also you know gave out a couple of budget books, which was one of my favorite parts of the entire uh, of the entire show that we had put on and and you know, even based off of that. When they talk to us, they say, hey, man, we, we have never seen anything like this before. So just through your networking, you allowed 46 different people to have a different mindset, which means there's 46 different families who now think a little bit differently, which means if those people are effective, then that, that message of financial wellness, financial literacy, being able to build your financial house and also networking with the right people not the people who are trying to take advantage of you, but the people who want to educate you completely, you know, that basically changed their lives. So number one, thank you to, you know, the three of you guys and then a host of all the other people that support you guys for what you're doing. You know, definitely, you guys definitely deserve a round of applause for that for sure. Um, Appreciate that. No, no problem. So Sean, my question for you, man, there's a lot of organizations in the meetup sphere. Right. There's a lot of organizations in Facebook. There's a lot of organizations on Instagram and these, these organizations claim to be unique. Right. And we know unique is just another word for specific to whatever you like to do. So what makes UPC different from other professional communities that already exist? What do you guys bring to the table?
2: I think Justin hit, hit, hit that a lot. Um, obviously the social aspect. I mean, that's how I first joined there was, um, social gatherings they would have um at least once twice a month just to get to know people sense a community um justin said we're a lot of us are transplants i'm not from here very few of us in the group are actually from the dmv area so having a place to meet other people whether it's for for networking or or just purely social we can do that also we we started this year with our community service aspect of it where we're going out in the community showing our faces helping people that are in need. Most recently, before COVID, we were out at um, almost a, a furniture warehouse, where they give furniture to, to people that are underprivileged. You would never even think of furniture as a way to, to help better somebody's lives, but they had cribs there, couches, things that people that, that don't need it, you overlook, take for granted. But we were out there Saturday morning for pretty much the whole day, like six hours, helping people, <laughs> trucks. Organized, organized clothes, baby clothes, Where everybody. I was even folding girls' baby clothes, <laughs> so I never thought I'd be doing it. was just a great time. And most recently, uh, proud to have you, Guru Ham, and uh, Brittany Phillips at our first financial event where we had nearly 50 people, as you just mentioned. Yeah. Uh, we, we come in many different dimensions to try to um, spread our reach and spread our goals. And we have something for everybody, and simple as that. We're not just one direction, one route, one frame of mind. If you just like community service, come for community service events. If you like the social stuff, come to social stuff, but we have something for everybody.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and a great thing about what I witnessed because, you know, Brittany is the one that put me on, you know, Brittany Phillips. She's the one that put me on to UPC. So we showed up and the vibe was just amazing. I remember one of the first events that I went to with you guys, you were playing like, uh what is that called? Um the picture charade. charade, yeah, charades. You guys are playing charades. I had so much fun uh playing charades yeah. and, and and number one, it had to be 30 to 40 people there. Uh and you guys actually like rent out spaces, you know, at, at, at certain times where, you know, other people might kind of be in there for the, for the drink or whatever, but you guys show up 40 D. You know, 40 deep and, and a lot of people already know each other. But I think that it was just the fact that a lot of people already knew each other. I kind of felt comfortable with that, you know, because I'm just like, man, like I'm I'm walking in here. I'm like, hey, my name is Les, And I'm like, oh, my name is Justin. Oh, my name is Sean. Hey, I'm Victoria. And it's just so the vibe was just exactly what it needed to be for me to feel comfortable in that type of situation. So, you know, definitely I like and, and Justin, what did you what did you want to what did you want to add to that? That vibe,
1: man, it's like, I've never been able to put my finger on it. Like, I don't know what it is, but everybody talks about the vibe, right? Mm. Um, I I think maybe it has to do with like, we're conversational, Mm. right? Like y'all have heard like Vicky, so Victoria, she'll be the first one to probably greet you if you come to one of our social (laughs) events.
2: We we love you, Vic, we love you.
1: (laughs) And she comes with it, like, and we just are, you know, our whole motto is, like, never leave anybody in the corner of the room. You know what I mean? Like, we're always going to talk to everyone. We're always going to pair people up. Our game nights were real successful because, you know, it just got everybody involved. And it really – you get that community feel. So that's me kind of grasping at straws, trying to figure out what the vibe is. But whatever it is, man, so everybody says they feel it. So I guess that means we're doing something right.
0: Yeah, for sure. You guys definitely are doing something. Definitely are doing something right and something positive. And it wasn't like, you know, when we when we showed up, you know, I was just like, oh, well, you know, she told me, hey, let, let's go to, you know, this, um, this bar where they have like a game night or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. Because like you said, it's like, a, it's like a melting pot, right? Cliche term, but it's like a melting pot. And I'm from being from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, you know, full-time Navy recruiter living out in Towson, Maryland. I don't know too much about D.C. I just know partying and Howard, right? (laughs) Partying at Howard University is really all I knew. Uh, And then U Street for the big slices of pizza, you know. So um, when when there's so many people that are different because they come from different you know, places, walks of life, they grew up differently. For them to be able to find a place that they can call home within your group and then always be able to jump from a different place to a different place. You know, there's so many places where I don't even know like what's in my own neighborhood. So even people who are like from D.C., they might get a chance to, you know, go to Big Board, right, where we did the seminar, or go to U Street or go to any other spot that you guys already, you know, kind of surveyed and, and talked to the managers and said, hey, we want to have something here. So that's just another way for people to actually learn their city as well. So that's also a great addition to, um, to what you guys do. So, Sean, so Sean back to you, man. Uh, why did you feel that there was a need for something like UPC in the area? And what have you seen it blossom into since you guys started?
2: Well, just speaking on to my own experience, why I felt there was a need. Um, being being down here, I came down here alone. Uh, my family is up in Jersey, no one's down here. No, no connections I had three years ago and I needed to almost reset a friend group. Um, I had my friends obviously back home but they weren't down here with me. I needed to, I needed to, have, have work friends, go places to go, know the area. So I was just going on Meetup, I'm not a stranger to Meetup, and then it came across UPC, and like Justin mentioned, and uh, that energy in there is real. It's, when you'll never know if people haven't met each other, it's the first time meeting or they've been friends the entire time, that's just from the energy and the vibes you get from going there. Um, I put I put one of my friends up in UPC, two of my friends actually, nice. who I met at UPC, and now they, they're regulars, constantly attending. Yeah. Um, I, I lost track of what the question was at this point. I ain't even going to lie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, you know what? I think you touched on it because um, you said that, you know, you had camp, you had come down here alone, right, from New Jersey. And I, and I, I know what it feels like um, traveling and going to different places because, you know, I am in the United States Navy. We get stationed all around the world, stationed in a lot of places in the United States. And my first duty station was Lamore, California. What did I have to do in Lemoore, California? It's the dirt. It's the desert. You know, there wasn't too many places that I could actually go and have fun and meet like-minded people like myself. I had to rely on finding somebody who I was cool with at work. And we all know that finding somebody that you might be cool with at work ain't really the easiest thing to do, right? Especially if that person might be like your supervisor or something like that. They might have a cool personality, but then it comes to that, you know, work, life home balance aspect where you know you don't want to really be too friendly with somebody because then they kind of think that you're taking advantage of them and stuff like that so for you for you to even say man i came down here alone and now I kind of worked on building a family I think that's priceless I really do i think that's really priceless
2: and that's what why I got involved it just felt so good so organic uh the chemistry between me and everybody in the group that I felt like I needed to to be some type of ambassador or something, just, just be a part of it to help it continue. I know what it did for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because I heard a, I heard a term. There's a couple of places that you shouldn't find a soulmate and a couple of places. You shouldn't find a friend. You shouldn't find your soulmate in a strip club and you shouldn't find a friend at a bar. Right. But the weird part about it is, minus the strip club, you guys have made it so if you do go to bars and you do have outings, there's people who you can be friends with there. But it's not in the same context where people are just going to drink and getting crazy. It's like, hey, we have a game night. We're all young. We're all professional. And we all are like-minded individuals. And even if we're not, then we do have the opportunity to be able to you know, understand each other's differences, because isn't that what makes, you know, the world that we live in great or better, right? So, Justin, you wanted to chime in?
1: Yeah, man, I mean, I I think y'all briefly touched on it. I just wanted to reinforce, like, another thing that sometimes people have gripes about with different meetups, organizations, and stuff like that, is the ratio of uh, men to women, right? Mm Because, you know, you talk about significant other men, I think that's something that UPC takes pride on. We we tend to have a pretty even ratio, and we have a good mix of new people coming in. It tends to be about 50/50 50, 50 new people, old. So it's it's a good way, I you know I, I would rather let you you know folks reach out to a people that have attended and ask them. But it, from what I've heard, it's a good way to meet somebody too. So I'm gonna just throw that little <laughs> plug in there too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Vic. You wanted to add something to that? So speaking of ratios
3: and how UPC has grown, right? So um, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Justin, but when I got into like um, being on the board for UPC, like the planning committee, I think there was only two, or at first first, the board, the original board was all dudes. You know what I'm saying? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Right. (laughs) It's like as time progressed, UPC started adding women onto the planning committee, and I think that that has um, helped uh, their, you know, growth um, because you're just bringing in different ideas that maybe dudes they like. Man, we ain't gotta do that. We just gonna sit up here and chill and blah 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 blah. <laughs> decorations? What well, you have? Decorations, you know? But it, I, I think having that like. Just diversity on the board has helped UPC grow. Um, so when I first came in, um, the first three people that I met, um, it was Justin, Sean, and Alicia, in that order. Um, I remember I, I came in, I was sitting at the bar, and um, Justin was the first person to come up and like, greet me and talk to me. And immediately I felt his, like... Uh, his like welcoming presence and just the way he was just so chill and confident, you know, he made me feel comfortable. Um, Sean was a little more chill, he was sitting in the uh, like a chair or something, but he spoke to me and he was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, oh, okay, he's chill too, he's really nice, you know, they're all talking to me. Um, I went over and I was sitting at the bar, Alicia was sitting on the other side of the room, went over there and started talking to her and she was super nice. Like, it, and so it starts really from the top and it trickles down, that vibe. You know, it, it, it's a domino effect. So it starts at the top and just keeps going. Um, and you can really feel that. And I think that sets this meetup apart from other meetups and just other community organizations in general. Um, and then,
0: yeah, that's all I had. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can, well, Vic, I can echo exactly what you're saying. Because when I first walked in, I was just like, okay, where's the meetup group? And when you are, because I'm a, I'm a high-eyed personality type, right? So like for anybody who understands what that is, there's a disc assessment. You have the D, I, the S, and the C. And it talks about your personality type, what your natural is, what your adaptive is. So I'm a high-I. So I'll walk up to anybody and say, hey, my name is Les. Hence the fact that I have a podcast that, you know, hundreds of people listen to right now, I don't, I don't have a problem with that, right? So when I come into a space and the first thing I see is, hey bro, what's up? I'm Justin. It's like, whoa, people in the real world don't even act like that. I mean, it's hard for people who walk past you every day to even say hi or nod. So for somebody in that type of space, whether they're running or not, to be, you know, to be nice and and, 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 you know, give you a high five and say, Hey man, we playing spades over here. They got drink specials, wing specials or whatever. Make sure you get on that. It it, it felt like family from the beginning, you know, it definitely did. And I think that, you know, when we're talking about vibes, uh, if we want to, you know, talk about how to make people feel good, it's always making sure that they feel welcomed And I think that you guys do a wonderful job at doing that, but you do a wonderful job of doing that because it's genuine. You're not trying to force somebody to say like hey Justin is a likable guy or Sean is a likable guy or Victoria is super likable if you have to say that to make somebody like you you're not that (laughs) you're just you're not that right so you
1: genuinely care
0: yeah you you (laughs) genuinely care honestly so Justin you know Georgia and DMV very different uh you know DMV is amazing it's a perfect place to launch something right so did you take that into effect when you were starting up or when you had the idea to bring what you were doing from Georgia to the DMV area?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a really good question, Les. Um, because honestly, I was a little hesitant at first because I looked at Georgia, like in the outskirts, you know, of Georgia, like this is prime real estate for something like this, because the people that do need it, really need it, and they want it, and they're going to be all in. And we had little pieces of that, but it wasn't enough to sustain it, I think. So So when I came up here, um, I was like, I don't know, man. I feel like this, this, there's a lot of pe- players in this competition. Like, there's I looked up on Meetup. There was a lot of meetups out there. There were quite a few that were targeted black folks, you know, black young professionals, even Baltimore, D.C., um so when i came up here honestly i was hesitant i waited about a year got acclimated met some met a couple friends um but when i was really ready to plug in um i did it and what my my perspective kind of changed it's like all right well yeah there's a lot of players in the game um you know it was a couple there wasn't a whole lot to be honest but in terms of black young professional groups but um you know when we started it up i think we just you know. We, we, we caught on to a certain type of vibe, a certain type of demographic. And if you go to these different groups, they all have a slightly different demographic. Some might be slightly younger, slightly older, slightly more professional, slightly more club hot party type. I think we really just found a niche that's right in there in the middle. Um, and then, you know, uh, top that off with the fact that we're, you know, our mission is is you know tying in the financial development and so that that caught a few more ears and more brought up more opportunities for us so now i look at us and i'm like there's no one like us you know and and that took the path of three years to organically get there um and and honestly it's just taken off from here so absolutely
0: absolutely man i appreciate what you guys are doing um i see i, I can echo. Uh, What you guys are doing with what I'm doing right now with community financial investments, understanding that, you know, if you do have a financial aspect, the best way to get through it is to dig through the books, dig through the SEC, dig through the IRS, you know, make sure that you get your LLCs, your EINs, your bank accounts, talk to like minded people, follow the rules for making sure that your investments are good, and bring the family with you, man. Because community, you know, that's why I call my company Community Financial Investments. Everything has a community on it because community is everything to me. That's the way that we can actually rise up out of whatever situation we're in. And we have to be a community, but we also have to do it correctly, right? And I think that you guys are doing it very correctly because you're making people feel like they're family because they are. And you're also showing people that, you know, their sets, who they can talk to, who they can reach out to, building that necessary network. Things like that become permanent. And I think that you'll really be happy about, you know, why you started this organization and where you brought it to. So just to take a quick break, Um, From the Community Money Podcast, we will be right back with UPC DMV. Just to let you guys know, for whoever's tuning in, Instagram at UPC underscore DMV, Facebook.com forward slash one UPC DMV, and meetup.com forward slash UPC underscore DMV. We'll be right back after my show sponsors.
2: What's going on, Community Money listeners? This is Brandon Wadman, the CEO and founder of Autonomy Life Coaching. I wanted to come by and just let you know that we have just started our own podcast called Authentically Human. In this podcast, we talk about how you can become more authentic. I share personal stories, coaching examples, and different tools that you can leverage to get you to exactly where you want to be. So please join us. You can find the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. See you there.
0: And we are back with the Community Money Podcast. Your guy, financial.guru.ham on Instagram and Gmail. I'm sitting here with the co-founders and creators of UPC, DMV, Sean, Victoria, and Justin. So, Sean, you guys are heavy hitters when it comes to coming together right? So I noticed COVID-19 is kind of, you know, messing with the flow a little bit. But tell me a couple of things that you guys used to do before uh, we had this stay-at-home order and also the things that you're doing while we have to stay at home so we can stay connected.
2: Yeah, man, I'll speak to that. COVID hasn't stopped us. Just put that out there right now. If there's any rumors or myths about it, that's simply not the case. But before COVID, what we were... Well known for our social activities, our, our monthly happy hours, Fridays. You come off of work, or you had a bad Wednesday. You knew you knew Friday was gonna be a day you are gonna let loose. We yeah. throw an event with a happy hour. You come there, you meet some new people, you socialize, get your drink, get, get your your fill of drinks, get your more than fill of drinks. I mean that's how we do it. Um, and there's always a second spot. So. We go to the first spot, we always got a second spot planned to be plan continue the night. And that, that's a major thing. It's not a meetup where okay, we all meet up here. When you're done, you're done, you disperse. No, we this isn't, <laughs> night don't end, neither do we. So we keep it moving with that. Uh game nights was a very prolific part of last year. We had one on one every quarter, game night, and that's the one we met the guru at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Yeah, world world renowned. We played uh we had our feature our feature games sometimes as Twister. Um it's essentially it's a happy hour with games involved. You know, spades, blood gets drawn in that. So if you don't know how to play, please don't even come to the table. Oh nah, nah.
0: And, I, I can, I can, I can. Uh, <laughs> we can have a conversation <laughs> off, offline about how how hard it gets at the spades table, man. I don't want to no, talk to nobody that, that can't bid their hand right. I'ma quit in the middle of the game. I'm sorry.
2: No need to talk about it offline. We're just dealing with dealer deck.
0: we <laughs> <laughs> deal a deck. I heard that.
2: Um, yeah, that's game nights and our, our topic discussion is something that's led into something we've been able to continue with uh, with the COVID. I believe our first one or one of the very first ones I've gone to was uh, Valentine's Day, you know, men versus women, boys versus girls, you know, something simple like that. where we had very, uh, very interesting perspectives, I'll say. Um, and views that were that we had, but at the end of the day, we always have that second spot we go to just to, to hash it out. Maybe somebody found they found their love interest for, for the the week, the night, the month, who knows? At yeah. that event. Yeah. Um and last year we had a house party. it was off the chain. We rented out a house, Airbnb style. I don't even know when people were in there. I know I couldn't move. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And the house party was a culmination of, a culmination of everything. End of the year, it was games there. Uh, discussions happy hour drinks kept pouring it was honestly a great time and a lot of people loved it we had so many great reviews about that um and that's pretty much our games this year we wanted to try something a little different we go we go through all areas of the DMV so this year we were focusing more on Virginia going out there because DC obviously we hit Maryland a lot of our constituents are from Maryland but we always want to show the whole DMV some love so we went out to Virginia a few times and. We were gonna continue that obviously, but you know, this COVID had other other plans for us, but we're keeping it strong out there. Um but yeah, we do a lot of lot of other community events. Um I know Victoria wants to touch on that. I know I've been speaking a lot.
0: Yeah, no, 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 you're good, bro. You good. We enjoy it. you got a you got a nice podcast voice, is what is what I can say. You all y'all got a nice podcast voice. I can't uh, I can't wait for each one of y'all to start your own. I'll definitely subscribe to that. But I'm a, I'm gonna just chime in a little bit. Uh, you know your your topic discussions, uh getting you know going down in DC and you know and everything like that before the COVID and everything happened. You know it got pretty it got pretty fiery. You know I think that um I think that we discussed uh it, it, and I, it might have been what twenty twenty five people you know at two or three tables like just really talking it out hashing it out you know trying to figure out um what people's perspectives were on different things. And I think that that's probably, that is probably what's necessary when you're trying to find somebody that you want to be with for a long time. Because nine times out of 10, a lot of the things that we do are superficial. We fall in love with somebody's appearance before we fall in love with their mind. Right. So like at the UPC events, when you do the topic discussions, you allow people to fall in love with somebody's mind or hate their guts. Either way. (laughs) You You find out the better. You say what? Say that one more time. The quicker you find out the better. Exactly. The quicker quicker you find out the better, for sure. And Victoria, community outreach. Um, I know that you play a key role in that. So, can you speak to the community outreach that UPC DMV uh, does not only in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area, but just you know, even even just in general, like you know, when you guys are thinking about events and you know who you actually want to impact? Um, so, I, I do. Have-
3: have a hand in the community outreach um but i just want to take a moment to shout out our other uh planning committee like members so we have um megan alex and matt kelly i know you guys will be watching so hey guys um they do a lot of work um for planning these events um specifically megan for the community outreach um, we have done some partnering with local organizations. Um, we did an event with um, a wider circle um, and we were helping them um, get furniture and clothes. That's when you heard about Sean talk about folding baby clothes. Right. Um, those clothes were going to be given to families um, for free, families who are transitioning from being homeless and into getting a house. Um, a lot of like the furniture and the clothing Things like that is expensive, um, yeah. so if they when they go to a wider circle, they're they they're given the opportunity to get free items um, that are in pretty good condition um, because they do focus on giving um, items to people with dignity, you know. So it's not just you know somebody's dirty, holy uh, clothes like they're actually good clothes that people can use, um, and so that is um, something that the community outreach is growing within UPC Um, we are looking forward to participating in food drives um, small fundraisers um, and then having um, uh, like a community garden doing community gardening (laughs) gardening so uh, we we have um, it's the community aspect of UPC is growing Um, but we have a lot to look forward to in uh, 2020 and 2021.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys, and the, the thing that I love most about what you guys are saying is that you partner with local organizations and, and that's big because a lot of local organizations need the support from the local community and they don't necessarily get it because these people might not, you know, something might, they might not be doing anything on a Saturday, but you can volunteer on a saturday you can build yourself and you can build your community by just dedicating your time even if you don't have money you can still dedicate your time to making this world a better place so yes i commend you guys one more time on that um and then looking for you know looking forward to the food drives small fundraisers and community gardening i would definitely say um you know moving forward so do you guys have a llc or anything like that
1: Uh, Not yet, man. Um, That's something that we've been heavily, heavily talking about all this year um, and even at the end of last year because we recognize the strength of our base. We want to set ourselves up in the way that's going to benefit them the most. Um, So, whether that's LLC, whether that's a 501c3, um, we're not quite sure. Obviously, um, you know, some of those are a little bit more difficult than others to pursue, but. Um, I, I'm more so leaning towards the 501c3. Mm. Um, but you know, I think I think it's uh it's a long road to get there. Uh in the meantime, we're gonna be continuing to push the content of um, you know, what these three main pillars of what we've been doing. But it's it's definitely, definitely in the works.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Just a little uh just a little word of advice for you guys. Uh being in a fraternity myself, you know, we have a 501c3 organization, nonprofit. You know EINs, uh, you know that we register that are registered with the IRS. And I personally raised over a thousand dollars with Chipotle uh, using the EINs and everything like that because the different organizations always want to give away their money, right? They just want to give it away. So if you guys, not if, but when you guys get that 501c3, I will be ready and willing to help you procure the funds to be able to disperse those back into the community. So that's a promise that you have from the Community Money podcast. Community Financial Investments founder and CEO me and then all of my listeners because I have a diverse group of listeners who would love to help you guys out. They definitely would love to help you guys out. So keep doing what you're doing and you know that's that. Uh but Justin, you talked about financial workshops and masterminds. Can you can you elaborate a little bit more on that?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's something that we broke out this year um with the the host of the Community Money podcast, we had uh, Mr. <laughs> Hamilton. A, A.K.A. Guru Ham and Brittany Phillips that uh, delivered a tremendous, tremendous event for our listeners or for our um, our, our, our members. So mm. we packed out the big board, uh, about 50 people up in there. It was way over capacity. Everybody was engaged. Um, and so we plan to continue more of those types of workshops this year. So actually, May 17th, we are heavily, heavily in planning uh, for a round two of that. Um, um, with uh, a member of ours actually named L'Oreal who um, has a background in financial advising, mm. um, and he's gonna talk to us a little bit about, and to our members a little bit about preparing for, <coughs> excuse me, the next disaster and making sure that we're ready, making sure our finances are ready, and preparing for retirement, you know, and making sure that our portfolios are together, whether that's through your 401k or your IRA or whatever. So that's we're we're getting into the nitty gritty and we're going to continue with those types of workshops. Um, so that's, that's for the information passage, the mastermind. And, and I don't know if you guys have, if your listeners have heard of a mastermind, um, but if you guys have ever read the book, uh, think and grow rich by Mr. Napoleon Hill, that's where the concept was pretty much first um, introduced, yep. but um, it's, it's the, the whole concept is this, right? you you're with a group of people who have a similar focus in mind and you meet on a regular basis and you, you know, you kind of, um, help each other achieve your goals, whether that's by sharing information, sharing resources, or I think most importantly, holding each other accountable to what you say you're going to do. Um, this is something that we've actually done, um, before actually. So I kind of did this on the sneak tip a little bit, um, uh, uh, with, with a small group back in 2018 for real estate investing. Mm. Um, and so follow on, this is a sneak peek, but <clears throat> when L'Oreal does her event on the, the, um, you know, planning for your next financial, di- you know, for the next, uh, disaster to come, <laughs> come place. Um, that's, that's when we're going to actually start to kick off this mastermind for stock investing and making sure that you have, um, a good nest egg that you're, you're planning for, for retirement or to, to kind of evade the next crisis. So, um, you know, these masterminds are basically an accountability group. Um, and so we're gonna kick off round two of that. Um, and we're also gonna kick off an, a, a similar event, not a mastermind, but um, something by our, one of our board members named Kelly Rucker for uh, the debt-free community. So that's more of a personal finance, like it's just a community of people who are all striving for the same goal. They want to be debt free, zeroed out. They want to be in the plus on their balance sheet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, we're, we're, we're coaching through and we're kind of gathering together and pulling together resources to make sure that we all meet our goals. Yeah. So that's how the two sides of the financial aspect of our organization work out. And, and they're well underway.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I can definitely appreciate you guys for doing that. Because me personally, when I speak to clients and I have to explain to them, you know, the market's going to go down, whether it was COVID-19 or whether it was something else, the market is going to go down. The one thing that you can arm yourself with that'll protect you every time is knowledge, right? So even in my retirement accounts, like they might be dropping, you know, I'll put them in something that's gaining 2% to protect them. But if I'm following something, you know, high risk, high reward, that's just what it is. So I thank you guys for for doing that, for actually bringing it. What you know, uh, the famous Joe Madison says, putting it where the goats the goats can get it, right? Putting it down where everybody can understand exactly what's going on, so they can make sure that they make a well informed decision. So kudos to you guys for that, and kudos for you guys keeping the conversation going. Um, you know, (laughs) Justin, what is the hardest thing about pulling this dream of yours together in twenty twenty? Actually, Victoria. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna slide this one to you. What is the hardest thing about pulling a stream together of of you guys is in you know in 2020, Yo, pre post COVID, of course.
3: Um, I think um definitely for post COVID, it, it's like like Sean said, COVID hasn't stopped us, but we had to kind of take a different path. We had to add on, um, you know, uh, virtual events we had never done a virtual event before Mm. so we're learning the logistics of using zoom um how to you know put people on mute and how do we have a game (laughs) night on zoom how do you have a workshop on zoom and make it interesting and people can participate um so we've had to adapt to that um but i think that something that um upc has done before in the past is definitely adapt um and then pre-covid um I, I just think that uh the hardest thing was um I guess I, I mean I guess Justin would be more um, might have something to add to this, but I, I just think having a, a team of people um who see a vision and and they're passionate about it and they want to work to get things done. Um because I think our planning committee, it's like that like if you don't have people who are um with you on your vision and planning and have passion and want to work towards you know uh, organizing it's it can be difficult so um i i think that has something to do with it
0: yeah absolutely justin did you want to add anything to that yeah
1: Yeah, absolutely absolutely so victoria hit the nail on the head that was something that in 2019 when we kind of officially formed our board and it became less of a kind of hangout. Let's just throw random meetups to a. All right, what are we trying to do here? Um, and so, you know, that's when Victoria and I mean Sean came on early in that in that time frame. Um, you know, Kelly and and uh, and Mac. Mac was uh, a long timer as well, and and Victoria came on last year, and, and Megan, and and then we we just kind of formed and Alex, and we formed something real strong um, last year, and and. I would say that in 2020, uh, definitely, definitely, definitely going to have to depend heavily upon that board um, to consistently see the vision and get us all, you know, we we are all of one accord at this point, um, uh, but to continue to try and move us forward with the momentum that I think we need to overcome this COVID-19 thing. Because I'm going to be honest with y'all, like it's, It's definitely it hasn't stopped anything. We're continuing to put out good content, good good events, but you know it's a different need, and we had to pivot on our feet and figure out how to fulfill the need of our members. Um, And what we're noticing is that our members are clinging on even harder than they did in the past. So, you know, some of our consistent members, uh, who we call family, are you know they're showing up to all of our virtual events. They're staying on the whole time. You know, we might throw an event from like as advertised from 8 to nine thirty, or from eight thirty to 10 um and then at 10 o'clock we'll be like all right so you know we want to do this as a courtesy if y'all if anybody wants to drop off feel free yeah like, we might get like one or two people drop off the other 20 of us are like in there just kicking it for like another hour or two um well into the night because like people you know they need community I me mean, yeah, sure. this whole time so it's like i think this pre-post-covid thing only serves to benefit us man like we are we are in grind mode it's it's in a financial recession so that's why we're coming heavy with the financial events um you know and you know while we're definitely sensitive to everybody who's you know got different job situations i mean that definitely hits close to home for me um but at the same time we're trying to encourage people that's like hey um you know this we can call this a transitionary period and we can evolve from this better than we came into it so that's the message that we're preaching we're riding that wave um and and we're, we're growing strength off of that wave so that that's how i feel about it
0: absolutely absolutely i couldn't i couldn't agree with you more i really couldn't so we're oh, about to take a break right now the community money podcast we're sitting here with the creators and co-founders of upc dmv Sean, Justin, and Victoria will be right back after our show sponsors. Please don't go anywhere. Stay tuned.
3: Hey everybody, this is your girl, Brittany Phillips, founder and CEO of the One Million Families Initiative. And I'm here to share an exclusive deal for all Community Money Podcast listeners. When you visit tobs.biz and enter promo code CMP10, you'll receive 10% off your total order at checkout. Again, when you enter promo code CMP for Community Money Podcast 10, you'll receive 10% off your total order. So if you're looking for some cool and customizable gear, that won't drain your pockets? Visit TOBS, T-O-B-B-S dot B-I-Z and enter promo code CMP10 for 10% off. Happy shopping.
0: And we are back with Community Money Podcast, your host Guru Ham. You can find me on Instagram and financial.guru.ham at gmo.com. For those who have not been listening, if you just got in the car, if you just walked into a friend's house with your mask on, of course, we've been sitting with the founders and creators of UPC DMV, Justin, Sean, and Victoria. And this conversation to me right now is great because it really speaks about, you know, how genuine people are when they want to, you know, be around people and network and build. So I can definitely speak to that. Um, being something that I have taken, you know, a stance in my life. So it was really a, ple- a pleasure to be interviewing you guys today. Thank you so much. So, Victoria, um, what is your ultimate goal as a group, right, who is providing a necessary experience for your members on a consistent basis, whether it's, you know, at at a place or virtually? Like, what is your ultimate goal?
3: Um, so our ultimate goal is to just create a community. Um, and so I think the the first step that we need to take to do that is like our marketing so that people know that we exist. Um, so we do a lot of marketing on IG, um, on Facebook. And again, our IG is UPC underscore DMV. Um, and um, a lot of the people who we cater to are postgrads, um, post college graduates and um uh people who are a little older than that and then transplants um also we like we want to provide an experience like we've talked about um bef- uh previously in the podcast we want people to feel welcome and that they belong um for me upc gives me a sense of belonging that i needed uh, when i moved here 3 years ago um mm. and i think that if we are consistent with our um, events um it gives you an opportunity to get to know people um in a in a a different way a lot of times people are just like on this narrow road um and they just meet for one specific topic but we have social events we have um finance and we have um you know community outreach so i'm getting to know people in the group um on a deeper level like you know, I'm getting to see you talk like Michelle Obama, but you know, maybe twerk like Diamond at the Gentleman's <laughs> Club. You know what I mean? Okay. Like we, we are dynamic as a people. Like yes, we are professionals, but we have different sides to each other. So you know, um, you feel more comfortable with people. When you have seen the professional side of them, you've seen the party side of them, and you've seen that caring side of them when they're volunteering. You know what I mean? Um, And then, so when it's when it comes time to share an idea, you know, I I feel like okay. I feel comfortable with you. I feel comfortable sharing my ideas. I feel comfortable telling you things about me that, you know, maybe I wouldn't feel comfortable if it was just one narrow way, like um, one narrow idea that we were, you know, promoting. Um, And so being consistent um, also means like, you know, having that you're not just seeing um, someone that you met just one time and then they're poof, they're gone, you never see them again. Um, with consistent events, you get to see the same people over and over again and build a relationship with them. So um, I think that's important. And that is one of our goals to, you know, have this, um, you know, a uh, uh, foundation of like, you know, um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Sorry, you might have to cut <laughs> that out. <laughs> no, no, I got, no, I got you. You
0: guys, are, you guys are building what you would consider to be a very productive family. Exactly. Very, very productive family group exactly because you know? exactly. we might not have productive family members so you guys are like you know what if we can't have it in our own families and we're just going to create it outside and then hopefully that can permeate our own right for the sure. family that we didn't choose
3: for sure and like that goes back to like building black wealth right you know um a lot of people are not financially literate and I'm hoping that in the future, UPC becomes one of those places that you can come and you can get this information for free. You know what I mean? And you can yeah, really sure. um, build your knowledge of finance and then um, build your community and just, just become a better person all around, you know? Yeah. Yes.
0: So, yeah. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, 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 um it's very interesting because I am a reader, right? Not only in, you know, just regular books and stuff that I enjoy to read, but I I tell people all the time, the SEC website, sec.gov is one of my favorites, right? Because I want to be, I want to be informed. It's boring. It is boring, right? But at the end of the day, there's so many gems that can be found on these government websites that, you know, people like us can actually take control of, right? Like the 2012 Jobs Act, the Jumpstart Our Businesses Act if you read the final rule, which is like 686 pages, you'll realize that you can actually start a crowdfunding entity with your family, like with your family. So at the end of the day, you guys are doing the exact thing that this bill was created for. And this came out in 2012 under the Obama, the Obama administration, right? So when we are used to when we're looking at our politicians for what they're doing and what they're not doing, we can also look at Congress and how they relate to the SEC and you know in FINRA and the IRS and you know, all these different organizations, these what they call the alphabet companies, right? The alphabet agencies, about how they are allowing everyday American citizens to be able to build wealth. But the the gems are inside the text. But we really need to get into that. And that's where, you know, my C C type personality friends can help me out with that, you know, because I'm not necessarily, you know. Uh, it, you know, reading line by line, but I definitely uh, get the, the gist of how to be able to work with people to build wealth. And then you guys are creating something that's enormous in your network. So, you know, kudos again. I feel like I'm congratulating you guys so much because I think that you guys are on to something. You really are. You really I appreciate
1: you really that. man. No problem. Definitely Appreciate that.
0: No problem. So, Justin, you know, exposure is key. Right. And growth is a priority. You said that to me many times. Um, and a lot of your members depend on you for cons- consistent fun and a safe environment. So, what is your vision for UPC DMV, right? Like, what is the the overall vision? I was with the mastermind and and the mastermind mentor and everything like that. Can you speak to that for me, please?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, Les. So, so here's I read a book called The Art of Community, right? Mm. Um, and one of the the most um, important takeaways I got from that book was that. Um, when you're building a community, the key to longevity and sustainability of your community is having inner inner circles, believe it or not. Mm. Um, every, every community member wants an opportunity to dive deeper into that community. So, you know, how do you create inner circles? Well, here's a couple examples. So we have a board, right, a planning board,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: all of us are family. Like we are legit we start all of our calls and meetings by asking each other how we are personally, you know, what's going on. Um, so we are an inner circle. Um, mm-hmm. But we also are going to be these masterminds are, are kind of like different interest groups. Right. But with a little bit more flavor, a little bit more accountability, a little bit more programming. So those are inner circles. Um one of our board members, Alex, started a uh, a book club. We're calling the UPC Book Collective. Mm-hmm. So, for those of us who are interested in, you know, finding a book to read in this virtual um, environment that we're in, um, you know, they can do that and do it together. Um, I already mentioned the stock investing mastermind. I already mentioned the debt free community. So, finding opportunities for uh, group members to dive deeper and have inner circles within UPC is the whole key to consistency. And then. Speaking on consistency, I gotta, gotta, gotta shout out my girl, Vic, who was just talking because um, every Monday, <laughs> she does this thing on uh, on Instagram that I, I find very entertaining. And it's so simple, uh, but I feel like all of our members just kind of gravitate to us like this or that, just simple things that have nothing to do with even professional development. It's like, <laughs> do you prefer this rapper or this rapper? Do you prefer this candy bar or this candy bar? Just like, just... I'm sorry, baby. it's just like dumb stuff. That's just like, you know, when you scroll it (laughs) down Instagram, it just gives you something to do. It's like, man, I appreciate UPC, like, for connecting with me on all these levels, like, you know, and so I think that's the key, man.
0: Absolutely. That's it. And Sean, man, we, we talked about, before we talked about availability, you know, and you told me before, people say, after they're done, after they have gone to their first, you know, UPC event. I wish I heard about this group earlier. Can you yeah. speak to the variety of different ways that you allow people to develop themselves while they're, you know, while they contribute to the UPC, I guess, way. I think this is bigger than a way, but I can't come up with the word right now. You know, no, I guess the, the legacy, the legacy, so to speak. Can you speak to that?
2: Yeah, we're, as humans, we're all social beings, whether we want to classify ourselves as extrovert or introvert. Introvert, you're talking to somebody, you're talking to yourself, your family, your friends, it doesn't matter. Uh, so, UPC gives you that ability to get, build on those human connections. And when you leave there, the excitement people have when they leave there. Um, from the countless conversations I had, that's the ultimate saying that I've heard is I wish I heard about this group earlier. It was the same saying that I told myself after my first meeting, yeah. I was like, where was this? Why did I know about it? Um, and as Vic and Justin were mentioning, we, we started to connect in different ways, whether it be IG, Facebook, um, back in 2019, we started pushing our marketing, uh, much better so that people can when I ultimately get to say this phrase, it'll be a lot sooner than later if, if these market <laughs> abilities weren't there. Um, but yeah, that, that's a lot of this takes from my own personal experience as well. Uh, but yeah, that's our goal, just to be able to be, that, be there for people that need it or people that don't know they need it. <laughs> We're going to be there.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, what, so for you, Sean, what is next on the slate for UPC? And where do you see yourselves in five to 10 years from now? Where do you, what, what, what's your thoughts on that, Sean?
2: Oh, man, I have big plans for five 5 years, 10 years down the line. I want us to have an international trip. Um, you know how hard it is organizing, especially black people organizing. Uh, I want us to have an international trip. This this year, pre-covid, we were talking about a, a a log a log cabin trip somewhere in the in the forest, in the woods, you know what I mean? It's going to be <laughs> it's going to be a technology there. It's not going to be going to the bathroom amongst trees and bushes, but yeah trip, something something where we can get away from the DMV, so to speak, get out, socialize, have fun, and then ultimately come back. It's an overnight trip. Uh, and more repetition and consistency. Uh, last year, 2019, with with the board forming, that that was a, a, another push we had was being consistent. So to have at least one each month, we, we guarantee we'd have an event, sometimes even two. But it was the planning phases, the stuff that, that, that goes overlooked, stuff we didn't see. Um, Knowing who the contact was at the, at the venue, uh, what time we were going to start it, what time was it going to be posted up, when was the marketing stuff going to be done. Uh, we've done a great job with that, and we're just going to continue that to this year coming forward. But, yeah, that, I mean, that international trip, I can't wait. <laughs> I may be in Absolutely. another country, I may be out of state, but I'm coming back for it if I'm not here. I'm coming back for it. Absolutely.
0: That's, that's- Absolutely. I would suggest that when you guys do that, you go local. There's a company called Tripmasters, and you can check out tripmasters.com. They're based in Rockville, Maryland. They have really great prices on all of their round trips. So definitely, if, you, if, if people got their coins up, right, let's just say that they got this, this COVID relief check, the 1200 you know, that's a, the that's a vacation right there. If you didn't need the money, of course, right, if you, didn't, if you didn't need the money to sustain, you know, your way of life and everything like that, that's a free trip on the government. Just saying, you know? <laughs> so so that's something that y'all can use for next for next year. Victoria, how do you feel about that? What do you see yourself uh five to ten years from now when it comes to uh you know UPC and what's next on the slate for that?
3: Um, I think that the biggest thing, um, I, I really do want to see UPC as like the first place that people go. Um, when they arrive to DC that they go to that they look for um, friends and they look for um, like you know uh, they're building their financial foundation And also I want to see UPC in other cities Mm. I think that okay so like right now I'm hiding out in Columbus Ohio during COVID okay I'm working from home here but um, I see a need We don't have, Columbus does not have anything like UPC. I'm sorry, they don't. It doesn't have that vibe. It doesn't have that education element. It doesn't have that social element. It does not exist here. So what we, we are still building in DC, okay? Yeah. Um, Justin is doing a great job, you know, um, building upon his vision for this, you know, organization. But I would just love to see once he gets it to a point where he can, you know, franchise it out like I, I think that would be something that would be even more powerful than what we're doing now. You know, to to be able to um, build like UPC like communities in other cities because yeah. I, I see a need.
0: Yeah, like a franchise type situation, right? So it's just like yeah. where you want wherever you want to put it, bam, Urban Professionals Community, mm-hmm. done. You know, we could just kind of like copy and paste. So that's great. That's great, Justin. What about you, man? You know, what do you? What's next on the slate for UPC? And where do you see yourself five or ten years from now when it comes to you know building having your hands in and creating something which you know is beautiful in 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 its own right? Where do you see? what do you see? Well, you know bit kind of put me on the spot with that one like
1: <laughs> i mean i I would love to branch out to other other cities man i think I think like I said, we had a need for it down in Columbus. I think the the flavor had to be a little bit different down in Georgia but yeah. uh we did it and it's funny because after i left the facebook and the and the group that we created maintained and it's still there to this day but people just push it with ads and just different stuff and i always see people from the from the original group saying we need to get this thing started back like how we had in in 2014 and it just never happens unfortunately but like you know there's that that's evidence to me that there's still a need um but i mean what here here's what i would like to see Um, in the next five or 10 years for UPC. Um, I'm not a prophet, but um, given the whole COVID-19 situation and what's happening with the stock market and certain companies are living and certain companies are dying, um, this online programming thing is going to be a continuing need. I think even when the vaccine comes out, um, you know, and and for people who are listening years from now, uh, hopefully I was right, right? I think this online need for online events is gonna still persist, uh, and we're gonna to have to figure out how to really capitalize on throwing online events. So I, there's multiple things I want to see us doing, but that that's the one challenging thing that I want to see us be able to perfect. So yeah. that that's my that's my stand.
0: Absolutely, and and I'm I'm sorry for my listeners right now, the Community Money podcast podcast listeners. I never mentioned that this was free. This is you know UPC DMV is an organization that does not charge you to hang with them and for, that's, anything. And for, for anything, right? It's just the venue. If you want to get something to eat, you can go get something to eat. If you want to get a drink, you can go get a drink, but UPC doesn't charge anybody to kick it, right? Like it, they, it's just not a thing that they do. So if you do, if you're in a DMV area, if you're one of my DMV listeners, one of my Baltimore listeners um, and, and, and just in Maryland in general, and you want to hang out with some cool people, upc dmv look them up on instagram let me hit you up with one uh, with their um their contacts one more time instagram at upc underscore dmv facebook.com forward slash number one upc dmv meetup.com forward slash upc dmv just for you guys who didn't get it before man victoria i gotta pick on you now all right victoria what words of wisdom can you give to our listeners to light a fire inside of them to turn their ideas and dreams into a reality? What you got?
3: Um. Okay. So I, I want to say, um, break your, but create an outline, break up your goal into manageable pieces because mm-hmm. sometimes things seem like it, like this is a huge, big thing. It's going to be so much work and take so much time. But if you just, okay, relax, take a deep breath. Okay. Just, small steps, you know, you're going to get there. And Mm. then another important thing is blocking out negative people. Like Mm. I can literally rant about this for like two hours, but I'm going to spare you all that. Okay. (laughs) Negative people always have, um, they always come up with some challenge for why you can't do something or some reason you can't do something, but they don't ever offer a solution. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So get those people away from you because you'll start to internalize that negative stuff. You know, you want to start a business. You have this beautiful business idea. You're all passionate about it. Then you go tell some negative person. They're like, oh, well, somebody already has that. I don't know if there's room for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, girl, well, I'm going to find a way to make room. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to give me a problem, give me the solution. You see what I'm saying? That's not constructive. What am I going to do with that? Absolutely. So identify who around you is going to be positive. Who's going to sit there and be like, you know what? That seems like a lot but we're going to get there. We're going to, we're going to figure it out. It don't matter. We can do this. We got this, you know, you need to get away from those negative people. You need positivity. So
0: Absolutely. And I love one thing I love. I've always loved about you Vic since the first day I met you, you have this enthusiasm to get it done. That is unmatched. You really, you really, really do. You really do, man. I'm over here shaking my shoulders. Like I'm about to step on the, on the NBA court, you know, even though they suspended <laughs> right now because of COVID Uh, But yeah, you are right. You know, we talk about um, sharing big ideas with small minded people. And even when I talk to my life coach, Brandon Wyman, you know, founder of Autonomy Life Coaching, you know, we even talk about self-limiting beliefs, right? Self-limiting beliefs are things that people have internalized and then they put them on other people because they're like, oh, I can't do it. You can't do it. Right. But I think that what UPC DMV is doing for people, it's kind of breaking those down and saying like, hey, we're putting ourselves out there. We're just putting ourselves out there. And what is going to come from us making that effort, understanding that we want to build something, what's going to happen? And honestly, that's always the first step is putting yourself out there and learning about what knowledge base you have to have to be able to make something that's creative and something that people want. People call people laughed at Jeff Bezos this is the thing that I you know that I, I think about every single day people laughed at Jeff Bezos they laughed at Bill Gates they laughed at Warren Buffett you know people laughed at Michael Jordan you know when he was in elementary school middle school you know they, they called him ugly they probably told him he couldn't read good you know so, so you know but these but these same people who have not achieved what you're trying to achieve they're always going to have those self-limiting beliefs so always I love your message push forward. Sean, what else can you do? What else can you give us, man? What words of wisdom can you give our listeners to light a fire inside of them to turn their ideas and their dreams into a reality?
2: My big thing is uh, don't, be, don't be afraid to be alone. The, the old adage, success is a lonely road. I mean, that speaks volumes. And going back to what Vic was saying, um, you may have to cut off people that are being negative. Sometimes people are the closest people to you. So cutting them off is going to be lonely. That, that's your, your your inner circle, your corner, and people that are supposed to have your back. Um, you could have to, maybe have to cut them off and you know we all heard the lyrics she wasn't shooting with you in the gym <laughs> um, <laughs> you gotta put working while no one else is that's the only way it means if you're not getting better day by day you staying the same staying the same is getting worse because someone else is improving so I mean you gotta don't be afraid to be alone trust your instincts and keep it moving
0: absolutely I completely agree with you man in the words of the late great Nipsey Hussle on the road to success everybody can't go you know, we want our friends and we want our family to be as successful as we are. But if they're not trying to adopt the mindset, then it's really I, I can't I, I can't move forward with you. But I but, you know, we, but we can still motivate. Right. We can still motivate through our own successes. So we can't forget where we came from. But at the same time, we can be as successful as we want to be, but still provide ourselves to be that shining light. Right. But, you know, Justin, what about you, man? What words of wisdom can you give our listeners to light a fire inside of them to turn their ideas and their dreams into a reality? Oh, for sure,
1: man. So, so my minds are coming at it from a little bit of a different angle, right? Because, you know, this kind of started as an idea um, in my head, right? Um, And, you know, to all the people out there listening that has an idea in their head, you know, a lot of us have ideas, right? A lot of us have something that really is uniquely valuable that nobody else no idea that nobody else has or they don't they don't plan to do it in the same way that you do it right so there's there's so much back and forth you can go through inner inner turmoil in your own mind that you kind of you know block yourself but there was a quote that I heard um, that I'll never forget and I don't remember where I heard it from but it says um, like if you're trying to launch a business or a product or a service or some type of business um, just go ahead and get it out there launch it out there and what they said is look if you don't look back at your first product or first service or first business model that you launched and think man what the hell was i thinking <laughs> <laughs> if you don't if you don't think that then you launched too late mm. just let that sink in like mm. if you don't look back at the first thing that you put out there and think man what was i thinking you launched too late mm. um and that that's coming from the from the greats all right you just got to put something out there uh and get the momentum going so that that's that's what i that's what i did um you know we stumbled a couple times but we're here um and i wish the same for y'all so that's my
0: advice absolutely man and sorrowfully this is the last question this is the last question that we have in the community money podcast number one thank you again for sitting down and giving your time to the community money listeners I thoroughly appreciated, um, you know, the conversation that we had uh, with event planning and with the mastermind and the community service and, you know, everything. I really, I thoroughly appreciate it. I think that, you know, the UPC should not just be in DMV, right? <laughs> like, I'm not trying to rhyme or nothing like that, but I think that you guys need to be in every city, every state, because it's a, it's basically a support group for anybody who is new to new in town and needs to know how to move needs to know, need to talk to people that they can trust. Right. So, you know, will you guys be sure to come back to the community money podcast to share more of your achievements and the effort to continue to motivate and inspire our listeners to go out and create the life they deserve.
1: No doubt. Man, I, what was I, that? I'll speak for myself for sure, man. I'm, I'm with it, man. I'm down to always come back and I'm gonna keep listening too.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank
2: well, you. For sure, We're coming back.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Victor. I appreciate that.
2: No doubt, man. But you got to come back to us, man. You helped us out. We're going to help you out.
0: Bro, you already, you already know. You already know what it is, Sean, man. I, I tell these guys all the time, virtual, virtual, virtual. I switched over to virtual. It actually helped a lot with my gas. Um, So I don't have to keep driving, you know, to see to see these people. Even though gas prices are at the lowest that they've been since I think I've, you know, been driving a vehicle. um, it's still It's still good to just be able to be in the comforts of my own home. Um, as I house hack and, uh, you know, just be in my, be in my basement and, and do these uh, episodes and everything like that to provide content to the community money. listeners. So man, thank you so much. Thank you. UPC DMV, uh, for everybody who was listening, you can find UPC DMV on Instagram, Facebook, and meetup, right? That's at UPC underscore DMV for Instagram facebook.com forward slash one UPC DMV and on meetup.com forward slash UPC DMV. I am Guru Ham. I've been speaking to Justin, Sean, and Victoria, founders and creators of one of the most dynamic programs that I've been to in a long time based in the DMV. Thank you so much. And thank you for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Guru Ham here again, thanking you for listening to the latest episode of the Community Money Podcast. I just want to take a little time out and ask you guys to share these episodes. If you like what you heard, please share, share, share. Look at the last five people that you texted. Do you think that they will benefit from listening to the Community Money Podcast? Do you think they will benefit from knowing how to use their money better? you think they will benefit from understanding how to start a business and the things that business owners around the country and around the world are thinking about as they start their business? Because honestly, we're no different. Some of us have aspirations to have billion dollar businesses and some of us just want to pay off our house. Some of us want to put our kids through a better college and some of us just want to make more money and enjoy life better. So please share, share, share the Community Money Podcast. This is not a moment. This is a movement. Thank you.